watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 265 of There's No Place Like Terror, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I'm Nixie. And I am Grace. Uh, and today we are going over uh, SG-1. Yes. Season 10. Uh-huh. Episode 17. Yeah. Italian. Yeah. A.K.A. I have a specific set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um. Yeah, I... I don't hate, just, (laughs) I don't, like, I tried thinking of a quality AKA and there's so many. Yeah. But I like I have a specific set of skills. Because it's really what it is. It's just Teal going full, like, taken Teal. Yeah. Like, I've got something that I need to do Uh and I'm going to go do it now. I think mine is just indeed. Yeah. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Maybe it's a two-parter. I have a specific set of skills, dot, dot, dot. Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) Boom. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Um, So, I think if I don't, I'm not going to jinx it and say this will be the last time, but we are on location and once again. Yes. uh, We're working, we're slowly working to get back to... um, some sort of stability in where and how we record. Uh-huh. We're getting there. And we are, I'm not going to give an exact date. However, we are a few weeks away from having video records it's back happening. for our patrons. It's happening. Guys, uh, know that we are thinking of you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and in the background. Um, and uh, we are working on trying to figure out how, how to get all the things done. Because the way we used to do done. it is no longer I found your available. keyboard. Oh, no, that's not the keyboard I lost. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. I was like, has it always been right there? Yeah. There, well, okay. So I lost my keyboard to my iPad. It is somewhere in the house, but I can't find it. And she's looking. I have one of the smart cases yeah. for the iPad. She goes, isn't the keyboard right is there? Is this your keyboard? That is the broken keyboard that basically doesn't got work anymore. It. But it's also the cover to my iPad. Got it. So I have a separate external keyboard. Oh, okay. And I, I don't know where it is. It's fun times. Good. It's fun times, guys. But we're getting we're getting things together. Um, it's funny. Uh, I as low scale as what we do is, it does help me understand why the Critical Role team is taking a while. Yes. To get back in. To get like, God, yeah, it just in. takes some time to get the things doing the way they need to be doing. Speaking of Critical Role. Speaking of Critical Role, how was your week? I'm pretty sure everything this past week has been consumed by the premiere of Exandria Unlimited. I mean, yeah. it's uh, It was really fun. It was great. Uh, spoilers. Spoilers. Not spoilers, non-spoilers. By the way, there's thunder because oh, yeah. it's Florida. It's also Florida summer. So Guys, it's 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 sunny out, but we have rain and thunder. But Thor has made his presence known. Yes. Um, spoiler, non-spoiler. Uh, Bria is fucking awesome. I fucking love as a GM. Her. She's uh, so good. Yeah. It's such a different flavor. It's so nice to be able to see that and yeah. to remember that. Oh, there's different ways you can do this. Because I, 
not that I'm comparing myself to her in any way, shape, or form, but I am closer to her style oh, fine. of yeah. GMing. Yeah. And I'm... what's fun is, uh, Jesse, our normal DM, is much closer to Mercer. Oh, I think, yeah, 100%, I think we, we've all come to the idea before that yeah. Jesse is a Mercer type of DM. Yes. They have very similar vibes, yes. very similar of, like, this came out of your brain? Also, the, the sheer poker face while yes. DMing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Abria, there's a different... It's I don't even... I don't think one's better than no. the other. I no, just no, no, think no. they're so different and yes. I love them. Um, but yeah, it's really good times. Uh, I'm dying right now. We're recording in... So we're recording in the library. Of your house, which we yes. normally have... After we stopped, after we started recording back inside again, we transitioned back to my house. Yeah. So today we're in uh, what we call the library. Our house is two bedrooms. One of them is a dedicated library. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, kind of the same with ours. Yeah. Well, I feel like you have a room of requirement. We do have a room of requirement. But this is just the library. <laughs> yours has at least that cool adaptability factor. Ours can be a library or a craft room or a spare bedroom or yeah. a storage room. Definitely room of requirement. Possibly all at once. This is library slash library slash library. Um, we have the same amount of bookshelves, though, too. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, God. Um, but anyway. <laughs> um so we're recording here, and I'm dying because we have two Puppo blankets. Yeah. There's a dog on I, Nixie. I, I have a large, stormy... Just just imagine in your head, as I'm recording this, there is a very large stormy who is just draped over my lap like a blanket with absolutely no indication he's going to be moving ever. His bones have melted away. Yeah. Um, the money we save on weighted blankets. I know. Thanks to these dogs. I know. Uh, you know, you're welcome. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> But anyway, other than Critical Role and EXU, what have you been up to this week? Um, what was I watching? I started going back and watching Vox Machina. Nice. Um, oh, you know, it's still, it's D&D related. Um, I <laughs> went back and watched one of the, uh, um, Dimension the Dimension 20 campaigns. Yeah. It was oh, something, something blood something out of blood thrown so blood things something i don't remember the exact name of it um but it had mercer playing in it nice as well as um erica ishii who i also adore oh yeah and it was a lot of fun i love it i have not done that what have i done this week I can't tell you. I feel like I've done a lot. I'm, I'm in audiobook land. Yeah. Um, the weird... Okay, it's also Storm Place. Yep. I'm... Well, listen, it's appropriate because the book I'm currently reading is an I from the Iron Druid series, yeah. which I highly recommend. If you love, like, urban fantasy or, like, the okay. modern set fantasy, Iron Druid series is great. It's another one of the, like, Justin Files, as I call, like, fantastic yeah. popcorn books. Nice. But... Currently, there is a couple gods of thunder involved in that story that I'm reading, so they're just coming to visit. Oh, speaking of gods, I did restart American Gods. Did you? Finally. It's fucking beautiful. I've read the book, but I'm finally watching the series. I've only seen the first couple episodes of the series, and I don't know why we haven't finished it, because we want to. Because it requires full attention. Yeah. Uh, Another show that we're watching right now that requires full attention, and I actually am not watching right now because I am only allowed to watch with a husband, Jesse, is Chernobyl. Oh, I did see Chernobyl. Yeah. That is 
dark but good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, it took me down this weird, uh, weird, weird space of just like weird, terrible things that have happened to people. Yeah. And then I looked up desquamation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is what Don't. happens to the skin. And then it took me to a story on the USS Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if you know that one. I do. And uh and then I I watched a documentary on that. <laughs> and then So you've uh, been in uh you've been it was just it's those the fascination of dark places. Yeah, yeah. And then I watched a couple of horror movies yesterday with Friend of the Pod Summer. Yeah. The Orphanage, which uh we've I think we've both seen it's one of her favorites. I I've seen it before, but every time I watch it, I forget what the ending is, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I have a hunch that with a title like The Orphanage, I have no need to see it's, it. It's, it's uh, yeah. It's um, it's a Spanish film by Guillermo del Toro. I think, I think he EP'd it. Guillermo del Toro EP'd like it. Um, but it is dark. But I have no... Um, but the ending, to put it... It's like a he was a ghost all along style ending, yeah. and somehow every time I watch it, I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's the ending. And, and last night, part of the fun summer was like, seriously? I was like, I don't know how I forgot. She goes, that's like the whole crux of the movie. You I blank every it? time I watch it, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm really good at that. Apparently, the series that we or continue to watch it. I've mentioned it before, uh-huh. and, and I know not everyone has the ability to watch it because it's on Apple TV+. Plus. Oh, right. Um, along with uh, the one I have told you a couple times to watch yep. of um, For All Mankind. Yes. But Mythic Quest. Oh, yeah. Is, oh, my gosh. It's so good. And the first season was great. Like, no, not first season was absolutely fantastic. But the second season, because they have, like, they can flex their muscles. They, yeah. they are a little more confident. Um, I think that you, there is storylines in the season that, for all the antics, and it's obviously it's a comedy most of the time, stuff like this, but some of the stuff they touch on as creators that we are. Okay. And hits so close to home. Nice. Um, they're hitting like the the imposter syndrome Ooh. and and that fear that you are done with all of your creative ideas. Oh interesting. And like they hit those tones and it's just absolutely beautiful. I will check that it. out. I do I do I did get the uh hey you upgraded your phone. You get <laughs> a free year of Apple TV thing. Hundred so percent Mythic Quest. I need to get into that. They just finished the second season. We haven't been able to watch the final episode yet, but they just finished the second season. Nice. Um but yeah. But that's kind of uh that's it for me. And uh, Loki, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, we'll have uh, a yeah. whole thing talking about Loki yeah, when the well, season's stay over. Stay tuned for a tangent cast. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, this is a Stargate podcast. We are a Stargate podcast. Um, and uh, wait, wait for it. I have to get someone else again. Wait, wait, wait. I have to June first, two thousand and seven. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> uh, written by Damian Candler, directed by Andy Makita. What can you say, Mr. Tony Amadola? Yes. I will say, because the series is wrapping up, yeah. this is not going to be a major spoiler. Right. This is the last time we okay. see Bray Tech. I was going to say, is this a final? This is... They, I love... We'll get to the last scene. Yeah. We'll get to those last lines. Dang. But I can only imagine after this, Bray Tech leads a very long life, training many, many more Jaffa. Yeah. Fighting... 
for the freedom and the rights of Jaffa Nation. Let's do it. To a very ripe old age. <laughs> Until he goes to live on a farm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> with all the other Jaffa. Yep. And we haven't seen Alexa in a while, too, so it's nice to see it her is, back. Yeah, it is nice. It's I get this weird, like, 14-year-old thing when her and Daniel have a scene. I know. And I'm like, yeah, you're married. <laughs> you're married. <laughs> you kiss. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> anyway. Um, also, Craig Fairbass, which I think is correct, and then my um, autocorrect didn't butcher his name. <laughs> Uh, has he Archon? Okay, has quite a long list Arcod. of movies and fi- Archon. Yeah, yes, Archon is from a different. Yeah, series. Archon is very different. Yeah, it's okay. Slightly I mean, same similarities. Might be the same alignment. Probably. Yeah. Um. Very very different. Archon. Long list of movies and films going back decades, most of which I super have not seen in any wow, way, shape, or form. But I do want to call out because I know, um. Many have played the games, including Brother Matt. Mm. He has been in like six or seven Call of Duty games. Oh, wow. <laughs> Voicing all sorts of characters that I have no clue who they are, like yeah. Gaz and Wallcroft and T. So All of the people and the, the Flabla and Flubly. If you've watched, if you've played Call of Duty, you've heard him. And Flabla. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really like the game with Flobla. Sorry, I've been alone in the house with the dogs for two days. Can you tell? Uh, it's just me. I mean, you still have use of the English language for the most part, for so... Mo- for mostly. I count that. For mostly. <laughs> I'm prescribed. <laughs> so, as as I continue to, I'm sure, say the name of the episode wrong, uh-huh. apparently it's taken from the Latin phrase, uh-huh. Lex Telonis... Which is commonly referred to as the eye for an eye. Oh, I thought it was like Tally on my wayward son. Tally on my wayward son. Speaking of, that's another show that we've been rewatching on Netflix, and Listen. it really sucks that they don't have the music rights. I know. Oh, they don't? No, they don't have the music <gasps> rights, so all the tracks are other random, oh. not the right tracks. Not even for the final episode of the season? I don't think so. Oh. I think we just watched one anyway. Just. Anyway, what is Italian. that show without the music? It's forty percent of the show. I know. Anyway, um, but yes, so it is basically. I mean, this episode basically is eye for an eye. Yeah. Um, I I can't scroll more because you want me currently to move this further. No, it's fine. Okay. No, it's fine. The, the the hand that I would scroll up my notes with is being eaten. Um, is currently being you know. I'm hoping you cannot hear this onto the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I promise, guys, this is going to get better. Okay. So we start out for sure in a place where they also film horror films. Mm. Like at night, in the mist, in the middle of a forest. Yeah. Uh, a group of SGC is looking at the still smoldering remains of a Chaffa village, searching yeah. for survivors at this point. I looked up Lex Talionis because it felt weird. <laughs> But it it's 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 not the literal translation of no. eye for an eye. It's some sort of. It is. It has a yeah. different translation, but that's what it's basically the eye for an I eye. I think that's what made me want to look it up. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm done. Uh, quickly, Daniel finds Braytac, who is not looking good. Yeah. Alive somehow. Yeah. We need a medic. Daniel's need- like medic, and we- you hear fear in his voice. Yeah. We need a medic harder. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, with also fear in her voice. Finds 
Daniel or finds Teal. Yeah, we need a medic the hardest here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calls for help. Has found Teal unconscious, face down. Yeah. Uh, and this is how we end to the credits. Yeah. This might be one of the shoulders cord opens. I was going to say, this one gets right to it. But it packs a punch. Listen, there is a lot of episodes we got to do. Yeah. Yeah. We have no time. True. For pleasantries. <laughs> and we come back. We've gone back in time. Yeah. We are in the pre-village burning. Yes. At least just before village burning. Mm-hmm. Um. We have um, we have a Jaffa who is speaking to the group in a tent about how he believes in the Jaffa can't just sit here and talk. Yeah, a young upstart, if you will. Exactly, a young Alexander Hamilton type, yes. like type folk. Yeah. Um, you know, this is all politics. Like the Ori are taking planets and they're dividing and they're killing us, and we have to fight back. And we're young, and we're scrappy, <laughs> and we're hungry. Exactly. Yeah. Braytech comes in and tries to temper this with wisdom. Mm-hmm. He comes in as the George Washington, you might yeah. say, if we're continuing this analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they need leadership and organization before they're going to take out the Ori. Yeah. They have to learn from their mistakes that they made after defeating the ghoul. At that time, there was no thought of you what they were going to do. Washington. Literally. Be the same Literally, yeah. <laughs> from from Hamilton. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like, that's what got us here in the first place, is they had no forethought of what they're going to do after the gold are done on. Yeah. I like the, in my notes, I, I don't know why I wrote it this way, but I did. But I would love the way this would play out. So, so this is the, uh, the millennial California version of it. Uh-huh. I wrote, Break Tech goes, ew, you got to be smart about it. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I now see Break Tech going, ew, ew, you got to be smart about it. <laughs> I love that. As- <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I read my own notes and surprise myself. <laughs> so as he's talking, Teal'c looks out of the tent and spots a man. Mm-hmm. Braytech's voice starts getting drowned out. Yeah. And he's time- sus. This guy's sus. He's yeah. super sus. Yeah. Time slows. Teal'c mm-hmm. follows him. And boom, the tent explodes. Big boom. Big bada boom. Big bada boom. Yeah. Teal wakes up in the infirmary later. Mm-hmm. He's been out two weeks, Carolyn tells him. Yes. He almost didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Three surgeries, serious spinal damage, and he was almost paralyzed. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Um, and the sweet note in all of this is that for basically that entire two weeks, except for this exact moment, yeah. someone from his team has been here. Keeping vigil. Cool. And as she continues to talk, Teal just goes to sleep. Yeah. Okay, tired now. Tired, tired. Yeah. So Carolyn updates Sam and Cam in the hallway. And no, she didn't get to tell him about Braytac. Yeah. And I really love this note here that Cam knows the recovery process Teal's about to go through. Yeah, if anyone knows this, it's mm-hmm. Cam. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they were keeping vigil, what do you think Vala did on her shifts? knowing her it was one of those like balancing things on his nose or something yeah. Like- yeah, yeah 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 I was like do you think he drew on do you think he put maybe she put makeup on him or like was like on like on his, his stomach and abdomen like was trying to build card to see how yeah card houses I like the idea that she would go in and give him like full makeup like full <laughs> ready was for nails. yeah yeah and so then Daniel's job after would <laughs> be to just clean everything up <laughs> Um, I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, and, but I love this idea that the Cam knows the deeps 
Yeah. Of what till yeah. at least Cam knows where his deeps were. Yeah. And you know, it, yeah. You can't necessarily know how someone else is going to, but you know where your deeps were to try but to. But you like, can say, "Hey, I've been in a similar yeah. journey. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the path I walked to see if this helps you yeah. at all." And we have, I mean, we've seen Tilk go through a lot of the same thing. I mean, we've seen Tilk have to struggle with learning how to walk again with a couple yeah. of the injuries he's had. Yeah. Jeez, Tilk. Which is probably why Tilk ends up mending so quickly. He's as like, he oh, right, does. I've done this. Yeah. I have a formula. So the team is there when Tilk wakes up again. He immediately wants to know what happens. <laughs> um, everything's fine. I've done the same thing in that chair. I've, this chair is. It's for those who it's insane again to let everyone know it's one of those chairs where you might be leaning back and all of a sudden it leans back suddenly way too far and you think you're gonna fall. Well, again, this is husband Jesse's. We're in the office, yeah, and it's his chair and he's an insane man. (laughs) And um, it I lock the backs of my chairs. I have always locked. He's an unlocker. Yeah, that's how you know who you are in life. Are you a locker? unlocker. Nick is an unlocker. I'm a locker. I've no, yeah. Which is why uh, we do not share chairs. Yeah, same. And uh, I, I, my feet don't actually touch the floor of this chair. I'm on my <laughs> tiptoes right now. So I'm just I'm just doing core work today. Yep. Yeah, anyway. So the team is there when Teal wakes up again and he immediately wants to know what happens. They try and delay telling him but yeah. Teal just grabs Daniel's arm. There is no delaying it. Yeah. 32 dead. 12 critically injured as Tilk flashes back to running through the village, hearing the screams, seeing more tents exploding. The rest of the villagers scattered to the hills. Yeah. SG-1 came when Tilk didn't check in. Yeah. And then Tilk's like, what about Braytac? Um, look over here. Like, he survived. <laughs> He's yeah. alive. Uh, Tilk tries to get up to see him, but between the pain and Daniel's hand, he falls back. In a state of physical and emotional pain, we do not normally seal Tilkin. Yeah. This is not okay for him or us. Yeah. I don't like when they're like, you're not going to like it. Yeah. Because that's worse than just telling him he's in a coma, I feel. Because you're not going to like it to me means dead. Yeah. It's like, hey, don't. Don't. Um, As Tilk asks if Braytek is badly injured, no one says anything. Ugh. And we soon see why. Yeah. He is in... The roughest of shapes. He's in a super coma. He, yeah, he is in ICU. He is in a coma. Clearly has been there for some, obviously, the same two weeks. Yeah. Um, We don't know how much time has passed as Tilk is now in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, And Cam brings him in and lets him have a moment. And all Tilk can see is his mentor. Yeah, broken. second father figure they've both been this close to death before together before yeah and we get a voice the same voiceover again of Braytac as his inspirational best that for generations the Jaffa have fought for their emancipation but never planned what to do with the freedom when it's there I mean yeah and again Braytac flashes back to the moment the mystery guy with the scar and explosions and he just sits there holding Braytac's hand it's not great Um, I I will say um, you know, we've had a few doctors. We've had Lamb, we've mm-hmm. had Dr. Janet, and we've had our Atlantis doctor, Carson. Yeah. Um, Lamb is doesn't sugarcoat things. No. I love her approach. Yes. Because it's not unkind. No. 
It's just, I'm going to tell you the truth. Well, and it's, it's, it's one of those where I think, I think Janet also didn't sugarcoat things, yeah. but there is a different matter of factness that, that, yeah. that Lamb brings to it. There's a certain flavor that somehow makes it, I feel like it's even more kind. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of the person who's like, hey, there's toilet paper on your shoe. Yeah. It, because it's like... There's no good way to say this. Yeah. So I'm just going to say it without judgment, without here. There's just there it is. It's here. So here's the way here's the way I look at it Uh is Janet. If someone's going to rip off a bandaid. okay? Yeah. Janet's the one who's going to say, I'm going to rip off the bandaid on three. One strip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Carson is the one who's going to be like, I'm going to rip off the Band-Aid. Yeah. I'm going to like make sure it's as least painful as possible. I'm going to numb your arm. We're it's going to be great, it but yeah. it's going to be off. Okay. Yeah. Which is also great in a different way. Yeah. Lamb is the one who's just like, I'm. Ju- it's gone now. Yeah. It's, I've there already was a Band-Aid. It it's gone. <laughs> I've already ripped it off. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the way I look at it. Those were my favorite nurses. Yeah. Who I would be like... And the stab, they're like, oh, no, I did it already. Yeah, the stab's done. Oh, thank you. I figured if I didn't tell you about it, there would be no warning. Yeah. There's no build-up. Versus the ones that are like, and a little stab. <laughs> and then you go, oh, and you pinch up. <laughs> yeah. No, I like the ones who are like, oh, it's done? Yeah. Oh, I was waiting for it. Too bad, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, more time has passed. Yeah. And enough time that Teal'c is up walking. Yeah. Seemingly, at least externally, Fairly recovered. Yeah. Knocking on Landry's door. And what a scene this is. Oh, yes. Tilka's info through Jaffa lines that it was a Jaffa named Arkad who was behind the bombing. Tilk has fought him as first prime. Yeah. He is a warrior who is without honor. And one, which is the biggest insult Tilk can give to someone. Yeah. Is that you are without honor. Yeah. Pretty sure he is building himself into a leader who will turn the Jaffa to the Ori. And Teal'c wants to go nip this in the bud and kill him. Yeah, this this, this doesn't fly. This approach is not going to work. Landry's like, um, let's take a minute. Hmm. We can't just kill people because of a rumor. Um... Can't we, though? Because I'm gonna. And Teal calls him out on it. He goes, would you be so hesitant if it were human to have been bombed and killed? I do love this. Yeah. 100%. I do love this. Uh, which Landry is highly offended at, but he's going to let pass. Yeah. Um, and Teal is at a level of that great quiet fury that yeah. he gets to. And he's asked... He, well, he says that Arkhead is a monster. Mm-hmm. And he thinks it is... Very much, like, it's very much a twofold evil for Teal. Not only is this guy a threat to the future of his people, um, who he's been fighting for his entire life, but this guy, like, hurt who... Braytac. He hurt Braytac. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this isn't rumor. This is me telling you I know exactly what this is. Yeah. How is anything coming from my mouth considered rumor? Well, he's also going, like, I can't give you physical proof right now, but you might as well take this as fact. That's what I'm saying. Like, to him, it's like, my word is not rumor. Exactly. My word is my word, and I'm Teal. Landry's like, give it some time. You know, it's a miracle you're even on your feet right now, let alone Mm. active duty or fighting shape. And Teal is super not okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't blame him. No. Oh, the loudest keyboard. Okay. Sorry. Cam and Landry walk and talk. Landry can't commit the resources of the SGC for mm-hmm. Teal's personal mission. The most Landry can do is issue a memo to all the teams um, to keep their eyes out for Arcad. Yeah. But Teal's going on his own. Teal's out of time and he's out of fucks. Uh, he's got to do it. Exactly. Cam is trying to... Cam trying to stop Teal right now is him sticking his foot out to stop a freight train. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's it's the... the No, stop. Well, and honestly, Cam and Landry, neither one of them blamed Teal for going yeah. to do this. Yeah. Landry has just more pieces on the board to deal with, though. Well, I understand Landry's need to, to hold him back yeah. because... If it doesn't go well, whether he wants to or not, I like that he says this line. He goes, he's representing the humans out there. He's representing the Tari. Exactly. Like, that's what he comes to later on. It's like, you can say that he is doing this on his own, but none of the people out there are going to give a shit about it. Yeah. But at this point, I don't know that you've got a lot of ground with these other people anyway. I have a hard time. I think this is where I go... Well, I can't order you to do it, but I can't order you not to do it. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink, wink. Yep. And you do, because no matter what you say, you don't really have any alliances outside of Earth. Yeah. So you can say, I wash my hands of this. Yeah. In this other bullshit way. These are the times where it's not great. Because there's no Tok'ra out there to help us right now. That's what I'm saying. How much do the Asgard, are they able to come out and help us? Yeah. How much pull do you actually have out there anyway? Exactly. Without this. So fuck it. Like your greatest ally is the Jaffa. Yeah. Like that's what you're dealing with right now. Yeah. The return on investment to (laughs) not let him do it. Just just there. So there in the gate room, heading off on his own, is Teal'c. Yeah. And in the control room, Cam, you know, was thinking just stun him and stick him in a cell. I Uh, mean... (laughs) You want to piss Teal'c off? Yeah. That cell won't hold him. Oh, you mean the man that's here of his own free will? Yeah. And because he wants to be here to help you and is not your enemy? Which is why I'm like, I guarantee you, he was... He was like, clearly that was a, a, yeah. a joke line, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Val and Daniel ponder going with him, but Teal'c does not want company. Yeah. He says he'll stay in touch, which no one fucking believes that. No. <laughs> You're about to get ghosted. And Teal'c heads off. You, you, you just ran into him at the mall yeah. after not seeing him for six years, and he's like, we should grab dinner sometime. Uh-huh. No. No. No, we won't. Teal'c heads off, not even looking back yeah. as the team watches. It's bad. And he starts in the village mm-hmm. that was bombed at the gravestones. You can tell he's at one that's slightly smaller than the others. And we know children were killed as well. Yeah. But Shit. there's an adorable girl and Teal'c is promising, promising her vengeance. I've, I've dubbed her Tiny Badass. Oh, because so there's no reason this, there's no way this kid doesn't grow up to be no. a badass. No, yeah. exactly. And it's she's this, gonna grow up to be like the Ishta. <laughs> this this story here is yeah. a a um, her origin story. What's the word for the part of the piece in the timeline that no matter what will happen, it always happens. Oh, and like the cornerstone. Yeah, and yeah. this will shape. Is a cornerstone mm-hmm. in her timeline that yep. shapes her becoming a badass. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the SGC ICU, Daniel is sitting with Braytac when yeah. he wakes up and freaks the fuck out because he's on a ventilator. Yeah. So. I've been here. <laughs> That's uh, even when you know it's coming. I can only imagine. There's nothing I've experienced that is more like, oh God, what's happening? Than waking up with a tube in your throat. Yeah. Then because you're just like dying, dying. Yeah. I'm di- dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. I think it's why. Um, 
because when I woke up, I don't know that it was as dramatic as it is in movies and TV. Yeah. But there is a nurse going, you're okay. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. Because your first thought is to just panic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a reason I've sucks. heard so many people say who who have woken up in the situation going, oh, no, that's a nightmare that stays with you. Yeah. That'll wake you up yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. It's extubate sucks. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. I can I can't imagine it would. Yeah. I'm only grateful that for me, I wasn't aware when they intubated. Yeah. I yeah. didn't have to be aware for that yeah. part. Yeah. Because um, that part, I, I can imagine you don't fight it. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like your exactly. body must fight it the whole time. Yeah. Anyway. So we start off where all good adventures start in a tavern. Yay. Teal asks around for information. And we get a whole other side of things that hasn't really come up as much. Oh, yeah. Humans who give no flying fucks about the Jaffa, oh, who actually that. carry a whole bunch of hate and prejudice to them because they see the Jaffa as their enslavers. Yeah. Because the Jaffa lived like kings in comparison to the humans under the Gould. Yeah. And don't buy the whole, well, you were just following orders. Uh, it's an interesting point to make. 100%. Because, oh, now you're free. Yeah. Oh, great. And Uh the world's fine now? Yeah. Actually, there's still some, you know, there's still some consequences to deal with here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This ain't over, buddy. It is one of those situations of, you know, I'm sure, while we know life was not easy for the Jaffa, they were still slaves in their own way. Yeah. But they were higher up on the food chain. There's always someone who's got it worse than you've got it. There's always a bigger fish. Yeah. It's always so, a sleepier puppo. Yeah. So Lazan is happy the Jaffa are busy killing each other. He's mm-hmm. like, no skin off my back. Yeah. And toast to that while Teal'c just stares fucking daggers at him. Yeah, he romance. Until finally Teal'c's had enough, tosses the table, grab, grabs Lazan by the throat, and just brute force intimidates the man for he, names. He tried to roll, like, an investigation, and then was like, well, fine then. I'm just gonna hit him. Exactly. Oh, I got rolled low on my investigation. Intimidation. Yeah. I have a yeah. plus 19. Can I roll for initiative? <laughs> <laughs> Back at the SGC, Daniel's still sitting with Braytac after he's woken up and recovered a bit more to at least talking levels. Yeah. Um, Arcad was... Oh, wait. We skipped a line that I really want to mention. Oh, which one? Where the guy goes, even if I tell... Like, you're still going to kill me no matter what. Oh, yeah. Something. And Tilk says, and I love this, and I quote, because I'm going to use it. Uh-huh. Don't underestimate the satisfaction of of your suffering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we come back to that. <laughs> anyway. Um, but we learned that Arkad was a student of Braytac's back in the day. Yeah. And even Braytac then, this guy was fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> when you train the kid that, like, is burning ends with a magnifying glass, uh-huh. you're like, uh, I'm going to train him a little less hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we also... I'm going to build a trap door into this one. <laughs> to not overestimate Arcad. Yeah. Um, Daniel really wants Braytech to rest, but there's more Braytech has to share. Mm-hmm. And he goes, has Tilk ever talked to you about his mother? Yeah. Daniel's like, we well... Haven't. Well, only that she died. Yeah. Well, I've only after, known him for nine years. I know. And change. After Braytac and uh, Teal'c embarrassed Arcad in a battle, mm. his mother was mysteriously killed. 
Her throat was slit. And Fuck. it was never resolved. So I was never proven that it was our cat. I mean, she looks pretty fucking certain. Yeah. And that wasn't exactly natural causes. No. Yeah. And since Teal'c was first prime of Apophis, he didn't get to go after him. Yeah. Because as Braytek says, his actions were chosen for him. Ugh. Yeah. But now there is no stopping Teal'c. Yeah. And Daniel's like, I mean, if Arcad dies, is it going to be that big of a loss? Braytek grabs his arms. Maybe it's like T for Vendetta is the yeah. okay of this episode. <laughs> I like that. But Braytek grabs his arm and is like, yeah, it's fine as long as Teal'c wins. Yeah. And I love how it doesn't even occur to Daniel that yeah. Teal'c wouldn't win. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. a consideration that Teal'c wouldn't win. Well, I, there's just, you just know. And when you trust someone that hard, yeah. there's such a lovely feeling in that. I know. In, in, in believing in someone that much, whether it's about, you know, their killing abilities or yeah. other abilities. Just <laughs> exactly. Knowing that they're going to make the way through something and it's going to be awesome is such a lovely feeling to have, like, of your friends and yeah. in family and be like, I know they got this. 100%. Yeah. Landry calls Sam and Cam into the briefing room with Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, SG-22 has some recon from each five planet that's under Ori control. There's a quite under, quiet underground anti-Ori group that's giving intel where yeah. need be, which is great that that exists. Yep. Um, there's a bunch of Jaffa who have been ferried to another planet to mine raw Nakwita, which yeah. uh, the Ori could use it to make all sorts of yeah. shit, plus more super gates. Yeah, I do love that basically the SG, like this other SG team's team uh, job in this uh, scene is to be like, all that checks out. Yep. <laughs> and Cite two sources when you use something in a scholarly <laughs> paper. I'm your second source. But apparently the intel is that they are not mining the Nakwita for the Ori. Mm-hmm. It is for a Jaffa named Arcad. And Sam's face is perfect. Her face is just, and there goes the other shoe. Yeah. Oh, look, there it went. <laughs> and the, I don't know what, there's a gift that I keep using because I found it accidentally on my keyboard. Yeah. And it's I, it's somebody from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. It has to be because there's giant feathers coming out of their of head. Of course. And then like two arms like <laughs> presenting something. And it just says, and there it is. Yes. <laughs> basically, <laughs> That's yeah. what this moment 100%. is. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> he basically is telling the R.I., no, 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 let me police this place. <laughs> oh, you okay. deal with more important shit. Yeah. I'll get the Jaffa to follow you. I know them. Wink, wink, nudge. And he's trying real hard to impress his new friends, the Ori. There's weapons grade Nakuda being stored all over Super because cool. he's also planning an attack on Earth. Yay. Oh, guys, super awesome. Maybe Arkad suddenly is a priority for Earth. Cool. Here's, we were always gonna, this is why. Those were words. At night in a village. This scene. At night in a village, Tilk sneaks up on Bacal, who's the scarred face man, yeah. and just punches him out. Mm-hmm. Done. It's the scar man <laughs> gonna get his ass beat. And then... He painfully wakes up He'd in the middle like of the forest. He'd like to not be dead, but he's gonna get his ass beat. Uh, he's, gonna, he, he's gonna get more than his ass yeah. beat. He's at a campfire. He's bound heavily. Uh-huh. And while the guy doesn't have a forehead marking, Tilk knows he's Jaffa. Yeah. Because that is your symbiote dead on the ground in front of you. I pulled it for you. <laughs> Basically, you know, 
Yeah. Look, tell, tell Teal'c the information he wants to know, is, and you can live with Tritonin. Mm-hmm. Or you can die from the explosive device that Teal'c just put in your stomach. Oh, my God. You can die like the 12... 12- he went, throw me the... Uh, he went like the uh, bag of sand to yeah. the idol, uh-huh. but with both <laughs> explosive uh-huh. and uh, uh, symbiote. Uh-huh. He goes, you can die like you killed 12 warriors, 18 bystanders, and two children. Yeah. But this oh. guy is completely blinded by his faith to the Ori. That yeah. either way, he's going to live on in the everlasting glory with the Ori. And that all of those people he killed were just sinners who chose the path of evil. You know, and it's a very, how should I say, impactful moment. Yeah. As Teal just <laughs> walks away in the darkness and Weird the flex, but explodes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that impactful moment. <laughs> Um, yeah, bro. Yeah. That's not, you're, 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 you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> it sucks to be you right now. Sucks to be you. How's that, how's those Ori's treating you right now, huh? Yeah. Back at the SGC, mm-hmm. the rest of the team ponders what the point is in attacking Earth. Mm-hmm. Cam's like, street grid? What's the strategy here? What um, are we doing? And attacking us with the Antarctic defense system, like, that's dumb. Yeah. But what we don't tell anyone is that really we have no fucking way of stopping a cloaked cargo ship. And they can go ahead and bomb whoever they right. want to fucking bomb on this planet. And that's just going to throw everything on the planet into chaos. Yeah. Because who would fucking believe it's aliens bombing cities? I mean... I wouldn't. That's what I mean. If this happened right now, I'd be like, y'all full of shit. Somebody exactly. better fess up. They would just assume it's one of how whatever country they're going to... Yeah. Whoever their biggest enemy is at the time, they're going to assume it's that country that yeah. bombed them. And then more bombings. It is smart. It's a smart approach. I mean, in theory, you you only need... A, a club cargo ship would only have to bomb a couple strategic places yeah. on the Earth, and then we're all going to just it's fuck just ourselves. just, you know, just t- that first domino. Yep. All that needs to go is that first domino. Yep. Um, which would be, of course, the perfect time for Ori to come swooping in mm-hmm. as the planet's in chaos. Yep. Promising salvation. Crab on it. So, Vala thought that Jaffa were all about honor and meeting with your enemy in battle, and not this guy. No, there's always a bad seed. Yeah, and yeah. Cam actually thinks Teal'c is the right idea in this case. Yeah, not every Jaffa is a good Jaffa. No. Yeah. And Walter radios that they have an unscheduled <sighs> off-world activation. Oh, boy. And that unscheduled off-world activation... Is it activation, London Calling? No. It's London Calling. Arca Calling. I love it. Um, it, 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 it it's an, it's a message. It's a plot twist. Mm-hmm. Is who's radioing? It's Arcad. It's our friend Arcad who claims to be the leader of the Ilak Renan, which roughly translates from ancient to the Kingdom of the Path. Oh, and this guy wants clearance to safely come to Earth because he's pretty sure we have learned of a plot to brazenly strike Earth in a cowardly manner. And he wants to help stop this very dishonorable act. I smell bullshit. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is too on the nose. Yeah. Maybe do better at lying. Daniel goes back to check with Braytac. Everyone figures that Arkad just fed us the info about the attack so we can come in and play hero. Yeah. Not sure why. 
because that shit sounds like a horrible plan. Yeah. But of course the IOA wants to hear what he has to say. I love Braytex like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, you dumb. Yeah, the thing, yeah. no. If I could get out of this fucking hospital bed right now, I would <laughs> and just slap you across the face. But I'm here right now, so I'm yeah. going to do it with my mind. Mind slaps at your face. Landry leads the way with mm-hmm. Arcad following him, mm-hmm. followed by a few more well-armed guards. Yeah. He's introduced SG-1. It's an honor to meet them. You can already tell there's a reason this guy's is a leader. Mm-hmm. He has fucking high charisma. Yeah. Yeah, as many really leaders do. He has real high charisma. Mm-hmm. I'm finally losing my puppy blanket. No, time to go. Gotta get out. We'll see how long it takes before I get a second one. Yeah, it, it'll it'll happen. <laughs> oh, oh, now we're hiding under the desk. Got so it. it's a shame that I can't see his old buddy Teal'c again. It's been so many years, mm. and I love Landry flat out admitting. I mean, if Teal'c was here, I couldn't guarantee your safety. I mean, it's not wrong. Not wrong yeah, at it's like, all. You can come, but he doesn't like you, and I don't have control of him. Oh, and it's no, it's it's not because of old grudges at all. No. No, it's because of new grudges. Yeah. It's definitely because of what it's happens. It's just because you smell bad, dude. You're Eek. just weird. Yeah. We're not fans. Also, that bullshit at Dar Escalon. Yeah. Where Arkhead's good buddy Teal'c came super close to dying. Yeah. Daniel also has an amazing line here. Mm-hmm. He goes, Braytech also sends his regards. Pretty sure he won't mind me speaking on his behalf and saying that he'd love to stab you when they're out with a really big knife. Yeah. Braytech says, fuck you. <laughs> the Lannisters send their regards. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Um, I love this, like, oh, we're not friends. Uh-uh. We didn't bring you here because we're friends. No. So fuck off with your charm. Our cat is like... Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Listen, I definitely was against them meeting at Dar Escalon. Definitely didn't want them to do it. But I'm what also... What is the Star Trek thing that I keep thinking of? I don't know. Oh, anyway, doesn't okay. matter. But Stupid. I'm also definitely being falsely occlusive bunch of cowardly shit. Uh-huh. He didn't want the meeting because they're trying to form a council that would directly work against his bid to lead old... Darmak and Jalad is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Every time you say Dar Escalon, <laughs> I think of Darmak and Jalad and Tanagra. <laughs> wow. It's fine. It's fine. We're here now. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, I, just, again, Arkad going on about how they got their freedom so that they can believe what they want to and not be subjugated. Oh. Daniel's like, you, um, you didn't see the direct contradiction between that yeah. statement and the Ori? It's one of those where you listen to someone who's, has, like, weird circular logic and yeah. you go... Do you hear yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I hear you uh-huh. and I don't get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and an Arkad, he sees origin at the source of salvation that Jaffa have always sought. Uh-huh. It is, without going to specifics, this whole thing is like someone who says they are one political party yeah. and then starts talking about things and you're like, you're literally the opposite You're saying of the that. not that part. You're saying yeah. the not that political yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But regardless of philosophical differences, Arkad would never authorize, you know, such an attack like that happened at Dar Escalon. Mm-hmm. But, but naturally, 
There, of course, is a radical sect of Jaffa who see the Tari as a powerful force working against their peaceful movement towards origin. And, of course, they're not nearly as honorable as Arkad is. Mm. And Arkad's like, look, I can use my influence, you know, to stop them. I mean, at least we see eye to eye. Landry, do we though? Landry's like, I'm fucking done with this shit. Look, or you can have them do your dirty work while you keep your hands clean. Like, fucking cut the crap. Yeah. What are your demands? Why are you here? Yeah. He literally says cut the crap, he doesn't does. he? I do he like does. that. Yeah. And, and Arkad's like, look, I have no demands. You don't trust me, but please believe me. I want to use my vast resources mm. to stop this threat to you. No. He does ask, though... In return, Earth allow the Jaffa people to believe in what they choose, no. even if that means origin. No. And as Landry puts it, so you basically want to us to stay out of your way and you want to attack us. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to go with a nope. And Arkad blusters up a bit. He's like, look, my fleet is more powerful than the, the most powerful gold fleet tenfold. Yeah. Like, if I came to fucking attack Earth, you would have no chance. And th- yeah, honestly, he's not wrong. At the end of the day, he's mostly just here for his own curiosity. Yeah. Because he has no reason to just not just attack him and yeah. be like, fuck you guys. Yeah. So they may not share beliefs, but Arkad thinks the Jaffa and Earth can coexist. He mm-hmm. knows Earth and the Tauri have reshaped the very nature of the galaxy. He just wants to, you know, exist. Yeah. Just want to be neutral. Yeah, sure. And he walks away. I believe And this that. whole time, I'm like, dude, you talk big talks about letting the Jaffa believe what they want to believe, but you are also have already clearly stated you want to lead all Jaffa towards origin. Yeah, so... How about you go fuck yourself? Yeah, yeah, so eat a dick. Well... Unless you enjoy that, then don't. Lazan mm-hmm. is definitely still alive. Uh-huh. He's definitely tied up. Yep. And Tilk is definitely trying to get information out of him uh-huh. about Arcad in, let's just say, less than friendly ways. Uh, here's what I've learned, is that Tilk, as much time as he spent on Earth and with yeah. the Tari, like, yeah. don't ever think that Tilk loses his edge. No, don't ever think that he has, like, it's, 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 like... He is not from Earth. Yeah. Like, this is... He he has grown and has become a more complicated mm-hmm. person and is mm-hmm. nuanced. But if you ever think that this means he's gone soft... Yeah. You've got another thing coming. Well, he's also... It's not just... Like, he fundamentally grew up with different morals. Yeah. Yeah. It's... You don't forget where you came from. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I love that that's ultimately what this episode does. It's like... It is. Hey, yeah. Wait a minute. By the way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he... As much as he loves, uh, you know, action movies, uh-huh. Tilk will still kill you. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Back in the briefing room, Landry hangs up the phone and heads out to talk to the team. The AOC is definitely taking the threat against Earth seriously. So for now, mm-hmm. we have to leave Arkad alone. God, that's him... all the OIA ever wants to do. Do his thing. Sorry. Yeah. Would observe you- forever you cannot just observe <laughs> and and everyone's been taken aback at that like we can't just let him muscle us around as cam mm-hmm. says instead they have to find if the the threats are real who's behind them and mm-hmm. see if arkad does pose a threat and cam sort of incredulously puts it so we're just going to go find some wmds in his pocket yeah which 
Yeah. That is... Let's not unpack that line. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Again, line was written in 2007. Clear. <laughs> this is me. You know, like, when... I, I recently got an Apple Watch. You know when, like, you tell it to block out any water that's yeah. in there? And then it does, like, the little beep, uh-huh. beep, beep, beep. Yep. This is me blocking out all the politics. Yeah. There. But again, <laughs> I just want to, I only just want to state, like, sure. that is a line where if you wrote yeah. it now in something would not have the same impact as when that line was written into something in yeah. 2007. But, but it's also me making a noise to make us aware yes. of it. <laughs> oh, I'm fully aware of it. Yeah. That's why I was just reminding. Yeah. Oh, the only way I was touching it was going, it's 2007. Uh, yeah. Read just, into uh, that as you put will. Put a little flag right here. It's an intelligence game. Yeah. We don't want all-out war, because for realsies, he can wipe out the Earth in a heartbeat. Yeah. Landry is going to send other teams out for that. He has a very specific mission for SG-1. Tilk may out there be doing his own thing. He may have said he's no longer with Earth, but he's been a part of the SGC for so long that anyone else there in the galaxy isn't going to give a shit or see that. Yep. They're going to think he's still working for us. Mm Mm-hmm. And the IOA is adamant that Earth and the SGC take no action against Arcad right now. So he has to order SG-1 to go find Teal'c and to stop him at all costs. Um, and you can see the team not liking this idea. I really wish Landry would just wink at the end of yeah. that. <laughs> I saw it. I saw a wink. I saw a wink. <laughs> I know what he really wants. So SG-1 gets a ride on the Odyssey mm-hmm. as they're gearing up. We also find out that Arkad gave us the location to his base of operations. Probably not out of diplomatic courtesy. Yeah. Probably to make it more likely if anyone found him and tried to kill him, mm-hmm. they could blame us. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trap. And Cam's like, has anyone thought about the speech they're going to try to give Teal'c? <clears throat> That's a nope from all we around. We have donuts. So they beam down to Arcad's planet, some mm-hmm. extra guns, since they know Teal could be coming. Yeah. It's SG-3, it looks like. SG-1's plan, they spread out in the woods, set up field generators, trip lines. Cam knows Teal is going to come one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty sure he's going to come in cloaked in stealth. Yeah. He just doesn't know that SG-1's going to be here to stop him. And Sam can't get over the fact that they're talking about Teal. Yeah. And, like, what they might have to do to stop Teal. Are they really going to try? Like, it's because so Sam, weird to me. Sam knows Teal is not going to stop. Yeah. This is one of those moments where you go, we tried. Because I think if you, if you stop Teal just by, like, knocking him unconscious. Yeah. You then have to deal with Teal when he wakes conscious. up. Conscious, yeah. 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 I don't, Yeah. With Daniel and Vala. Vala's smart. And has been playing this out in her head, talking for attack. If Arcad's going to attack Earth, he's going to fucking attack Earth. He doesn't give a shit about what agreements he makes. Yeah. And he's playing nice now, acting like he's helping us, but really he might be just buying himself more time uh, yeah. to get his chicks in he's, a row. Yeah. It's ducks, but... Same same idea. Yeah. Um, but the problem is they have to prove it's the IOA. Mm-hmm. And Val also wonders, like, what harm is it really if, like, we accidentally fail to stop Teal? I'm with Vala. If you catch Madrid. Yeah. And I know that's why she's here. Yeah. She's avo- but it's like, I'm with you, Vala. And, you know, yes, Daniel does catch the drift. But if Arcad is playing them, basically, then 
actually their best chance is keeping him alive because odds are he's the only one who knows all the puzzle pieces. Mm. And so Vala's like, well, how are we going to get our cat to tell us all the puzzle pieces then? And he's like, that's, well, that's, that's actually the easy part. Mm-hmm. We that's capture him. job. <laughs> yeah, we capture him, we lock him in a room, and then threaten to let Teal'c in the room. Yeah, you do the Teal'c does Teal'c things part. Roll for Teal'cness. <laughs> yep. Uh, triple advantage because you are Teal'c. Yeah. So our cat lights a shit ton of candles, but at least this is actually one of the safer areas we've seen a shit ton of candles lit True. in this series. <laughs> yeah. It is on yeah. stone in a large room. Not covered in fabric in a low-ceilinged space. Or yeah. on a spaceship. Yeah. Christ. So back with Cam and Sam, they just ponder. I mean, it could be days before Tilk shows up, or Arkad could already be dead. Mm-hmm. But SG-3 is watching the gate, so they'll know if it activates, which reminds Sam... Reynolds has missed his check-in. Huh. It's kind of quiet. And no one responds over the radio. Uh-huh. And we see Cam off, arrive at the location to find two people down, not dead, but out. Yeah. And he radios to the others. Disabled, if you will. Yeah. He's, he's deactivated them. That's and, the word. He's yeah. De- they're deactivated. And uh, Cam has a strong hunch. Tealuk's nearby and just stands up and yells out, he knows Tealuk is here. You have to hear me out. I'm not sure what you think is going on here, but we're here to help. And a few zets just fly right by his head. Yeah, it's not great. Clearly, they are warning shots. Yep. Tilk wouldn't have missed it. He was actually aiming for mm-hmm. Cam. Tilk picked up one of <laughs> yeah, the... He's no stormtrooper. No. Tilk picked up one of the radios and just starts talking to everyone, going, why'd you set a trap? Yeah. Cam's like, what trap? That's crazy talk. Why would we do that? I just, uh, we missed you. And we see that Tilk is now in his old school style Jaffa full armor staff weapon. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to kill Arkad. Don't try to stop me. Mm-hmm. Daniel pops in to do his bard thing. Yeah. He's like, look, hear us out, Tilk. There's a radical group wanting to attack Earth. Arkad claims he can stop them and will if we leave him alone. Tilk's like, yeah, I have a bridge I can sell you as well. All of that is bullshit. And Arkad's behind the attacks. Daniel's like, duh. We're not idiots. Yeah. We know that part, but can we just pause, catch our breaths, look at all the angles, and approach this together? Um, And Teal'c's like, I got out of it. Yeah, Teal'c's like, I'm I'm not doing jack shit on the behalf of Earth right now. Mm -hmm. Daniel, (laughs) so you can tell Daniel wants to heavy side. Yeah. He goes, I know, but the IOA is afraid that it's going to look like you are working for Earth. No cares. Daniel, I mean, Daniel, Teal'c, has no fucks to give. Yeah, he's beyond the point of conversation. <laughs> he could give a shit if people think that Earth did this. Yep. He is going to avenge the deaths of the Jaffa who uh-huh. died and were injured at Dar Ashkelon. Arkad will <laughs> die regardless of consequences. He doesn't want to hurt his quote-unquote former team. Yeah. But if you try and stop him, he will. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. This is not gonna go well. And then we get... Elsewhere, our cad starts, finishes his meditation. Mm-hmm. In the woods. Sam, Daniel, and Vala meet up, trying to figure out if he's heading to the pyramid, what's going on when a gold flashbang rolls up, takes them all out. Oh, boy. Teal'c just watches this. The cam is there waiting for Teal'c, putting his gun up to Teal'c's back and tells him to drop the stick. 
And eventually he does. <laughs> Before anything else can happen, Tilk just spins and knocks the Pinani out of his hand, yeah. and knocks the Zad out of his hand, and Cam and Tilk throw down. And even with clearly forgetting all of the Sodan fighting yeah. skills that Cam blanked on in this moment, yeah. this is a one-sided fight. There's no... Yeah, there was... Uh, this is a moment where I think in his heart of hearts, Cam has always wanted to know how how he would do in a yeah. no-holds-barred fight with Teal. Yeah. Because... You've got to always be curious about that if yes. you're also a fighter. Yes. And you're working with someone as powerful as a student. He's like, here's my chance. So in that moment, any recent training you have is lost to, to your instinct. And I think there's also a bit where... <sighs> How badly does Cam actually want to stop him? He doesn't. I think this fight is just about fighting with Teal. Yeah. And not in a, like, I hate you. It's really just that visceral, yeah. uh, you know, that reptile instinct yep. to, like, I you just want to fight. Yeah, you hit yeah. me, so I'm going to respond. Um, he gets some hits in, but Teal isn't even breaking a sweat. Yeah. But it is a fantastic fight. Yeah. And it would have been so much fun for the two of them to film. Oh, yeah. Um, Cam wants to stop and talk, and Teal's like, no. Can't go time to talk is over and just knocks him out goes to pick up a staff weapon and walks on yeah I got better things too and I walk away so our cat is now going through his forms mm-hmm. when outside Teal'c is just just taking guards out yeah it's the best part of any action film when the hero just goes in single handedly and mows down the all boss the boss lair. yeah it's the boss lair. he's gotta take out all the minions yep. all that blocking you to the boss um Teal'c um Arkad continues his morning practice. Mm-hmm. Um, Tilk ends up, after a while, taking a few hits. He's able to finish the last of the guards before seemingly to black out, and a few more guards show up to collect Tilk. Yeah. He is stripped of most of his armor, dragged into Arkad's room. Tilk is bloodied, fighting to even stand up. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. He, he did goes, a good job with those minions, putting all those minions in the way. Oh my I'll gosh! Give it yeah, Arkad, he got he did they he did the right move. And after all these years, Arkad says Tilk is still predictable Oof. and drops a training staff in front of him. All the guards leave, and as Tilk uses the staff to try to stand up, he's knocked to the ground again. Mm-hmm. This continues a few more times, and like <sighs> this is such day to night. We just saw Tilk take out Cam without yeah. breaking a sweat. And now we have Tilk in this state trying to even stand on his feet to yeah. give a fight. It's it's even more of a reminder of how squishy the humans are. Oh yeah. Like this badass that took you out yeah. is 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 struggling. Yeah. And after calling Tilk old and slow, he just Starts brutally slapping him across the face Jeez, a few times. Yeah. Teal'c is hard. I mean, that's just mean. Yeah. Like. That's just rude. Yeah. That's just he, Why you gotta add that on top? And our kid starts taunting him. Uh-huh. About how powerful he was as Apophis' first prime. He was a true warrior then. Yeah. And as Teal'c lays on his back on the ground, Arkad holds his staff to Teal'c's throat calling back to some great battle that they fought where Arkad lost his parents and his sister, and yet Arkad still admired Teal'c. 
Yeah, that part's some fuckery. And one day, our kid can only hope he would have had the courage to bring his enemies to their knees like the great Jaffa warrior Teal'c. Mm. And he goes, now fucking fight me. Yeah. And again, quickly, well, not so quickly, Teal'c gets up and is quickly felled again to his knees. Yeah, it's And not then great. to his back. And he continues to taunt Teal'c that he... He gets, like, a little second wind. Like, you see the second wind come the, in? The second wind's about to hit. Okay, got Wrong part. You know, that 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 Tilk defeated the Gould. He brought freedom to the Jaffa. He rejected salvation. Yeah. And so uh, he guesses the punishment for rejecting salvation of origin was to grow soft. And he spent so much time with the humans that he's grown to be like them. Ooh. And shame he won't live long enough to see Arkad bring the Tauri to their knees. And that is yeah. the threat that gives Tilk his second wind. Yeah. He's able to get up, and he fights stronger than he has his entire fight with Arkad. Yeah, He's, but it's still rough out it's there. It's still rough. Oh, yeah. for sure. He gets some blows at Arkad, uh-huh. um, quickly getting up and hitting him with some more power than when he goes down. Yeah. And when he finally goes down this time, it is so hard. It physically made me cringe. Yeah, it's it's rough out there. And then Arkad pulls a blade out of the staff he's been fighting with. Oh, Yeah. I forgot and this part happened. Stabs him right in the gut where Junior uh, used to live. Yeah. And leaves it there. And I guess because Arkad wants to die, uh-huh. he tells Teal'c that right before Teal'c dies, he wants him to know the truth. He underestimates Teal'c. One, he probably doesn't know that Teal'c no longer has a junior. That's true. He probably doesn't. So he's like, I killed him. Yep. I just got to junior. Um, and he underestimates this man's ability to rage at one hit point. Uh, it's what, what is it? The thing that Yasha enduring had? Rage. Yeah, the enduring rage. Yeah. Um, yeah. that, that he did get in revenge for his family dying, and he admits, leaning down low to Tilk, that he killed Tilk's mother. And then he super raged. And without a moment passing, Tilk kicks him uh-huh. back against the wall, impaling him with something on the wall. It's, well, it's, he, I love that they give us a moment of, like, Tilk checking this earlier, too. Like, yeah. way to use the room to yep. your advantage. Control yep. the space. Yep. We learned that with Mighty Nine and Bucks Mighty <laughs> Who controls the playing field. Yeah. And Tilk pulls the sword from his belly, mm-hmm. which... Uh, yeah. uh, gets up and with whatever the fuck strength he digs down deep and finds and left in him, he walks slowly with a burning fiery rage. Yeah. Greater than that of a thousand suns towards Arkad. And you see actual fear in Arkad's face because he fucking knows what's coming. Yeah. And with everything he has left, he'll raise the sword above his head and brings it down into right into Arkad's heart area. Just in case, you know, the impaling of yeah. these three other objects didn't do the job. And this is where SG-1 runs in and sees this and yeah. sees Teak leaning all of his weight into the blade before collapsing to the ground. Do you think Cam sat outside the door for a minute and was like, hang on, I think he's about to kill him. I know. Okay, now. Oh, no. We oh. missed it. It's too late. Yeah. So back at the SGC, Teal wakes up. Mm-hmm. Braytech is there looking much healthier. Uh-huh. Already poking him that there was a time when Teal would have come away from such a battle without a scratch. Oof. And Teal's like, well... Fuck you, I'm alive and Arkad's not. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, those and, are what matters. And Braytech gives off an indeed. Yeah. Yes. 
Landry comes to see Cam in the observation room who's watching this. Mm -hmm. Um, And apparently, all the reports from the mission state that Arquette had set up a trap and took everyone prisoner. And Teal'c heroically saved everyone, and then Arquette was killed. And Teal'c was injured, and oh, Arquette admitted to planning all the attack on Earth. Yeah. And he was going to go through it, yeah. regardless of what he said. Mm-hmm. And Landry's like, yeah, I look forward to selling this blatant line. This, yeah, <laughs> colorfully worded bullshit. <laughs> you know, I feel like Cam should take some creative writing classes, because yeah. he's going to need them for things like this. 100%. Yeah. But back with Braytech and Teal'c. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells Braytech that Arkad took credits for killing his mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, years ago, Teal killed the man who actually fucking killed. Yeah. He knew. He, yeah. Arkad was too much of a coward. He just ordered it. Yeah. Um, but there's many more Jaffa as corrupt as he was. And the yeah. two of them will hunt them down together. Yes. And Braytech would certainly not want to be the one who opposes Teal. But. I mean. Teal learned from the best. Right. And Braytech leans down and admits. Oh, here we go. They never said this before, and he should have. But Teal'c is the son he never had. Oh. And he could not be more proud. Yeah. And it's just... I love you, man. It's just all the feels. This is the equivalent of I love you, man. I 100% I love you, man. Yeah. We did it, and Teal'c wins. At the end of the day, Teal'c survives. And we get to end our our canon on show Braytech arc with this lovely moment. Thank God, because we are getting so close to the end of things. It's yeah. hard not to metagame. I was like, Great Tech's going to die. There Great is a huge, there was a huge fear of that for sure. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because I don't want that. No. <laughs> so he doesn't, he gets to live to be old Jaffa forever. And then, you know what he gets to do? He gets to live to be a million. Yep. And then die in battle. Yeah. An old man, like splinter. Like he looks like Splinter. He, no, like I like I see him as I see him for sure as obviously he's already what hundred some years old. Yeah, he lives how many more years? Whatever age is old. He's for a old Jaffa. for even a Jaffa, and I see him. I see him doing the move where if he's in battle. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those where if I have to fucking sacrifice myself in order to save everyone is. else, yeah. he's going to take, he's going to mow down more people on his own than yeah. a group could. It's Bobby. Is it Bobby in, uh, no, in Supernatural. It's the, oh, I the think woman. Bobby did it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But that idea, like. Oh, oh the, the witch. What's her face? Yeah. I can't remember. I just blanked an Irish, badass Irish witch lady. Yeah. I just blanked in her name. It's fine. But yeah, she did the same thing. Yeah. Where it's just like the... Fuck it. That's how he's going to go. Here's how we go out. I love it. It's perfect. Um, It's a... I like it. It's a happy ending. I need it. And we have super few episodes left of SG-1. But before we come back to SG-1, we are going to Stargate Atlantis with an episode that people have been very anticipatory of you watching called Sunday. It's the DuckTales episode. Yep. Woo-hoo. Yeah, it's we go on an adventure yep. and nothing bad ever happens in life. Uh, okay, that's my prediction. Okay. Um, 
Until then, yes. Find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us at Facebook. There's no place like Tara. Email us at There's no place like Tara at gmail.com. We have exciting things coming on Patreon.com. Stay tuned. There's no place like Tara. We love you guys. We'll see you next time.